0: Welcome to Barbatos Catholic Podcast, the show where three Mexican dads talk about faith, life, and culture. We are your hosts, Gustavo, Ivan, and Walter, and today we are going to talk about the second pillar of Lent, fasting. But first, a word from our sponsor. Our sponsor for this episode is Don Taco Mobile Taco Stand. If you're looking for the best tacos in the valley, look no further. Let Don Taco cater your next event, whether it's a birthday party, quinceañera, or a wedding. They will bring to you the tastiest tacos made with the freshest of ingredients. Book them today. Go to dontacocatering.com to learn more. You can also follow them on Instagram at dontacomts. And now, to the show. And we're back. Hi, welcome again to Barbatus Catholic Podcast. And you will not believe just happened today.
1: I'm a witness.
0: <laughs> um, we were laughing so hard just a few minutes ago because we finished setting up for, for this recording session. And we it got started, a little hot. It got a little toasty. A little toasty. We're no
1: longer in the boiler room.
0: We're no longer in the boiler room. Mm. Our knees are not touching. <laughs> Our <laughs> knees
1: are not touching. I think yeah. my knees were a little bit too rough for Walter. And he's like, that's <laughs> not going to happen.
0: We expanded into Walter's garage. Yeah. So now my car is sitting outside and we set it up in the garage. So um, hopefully this is better. We we also got new equipment, um, which is hopefully improves the quality of what you are listening to. But Wissou um, is wearing a sweatshirt. And all of a sudden, he's like, oh, it's... it's it's a, it's a little toasty in the garage now. So um, he takes off his sweatshirt and we are wearing the same T-shirt, which we'll probably t- have to take a picture and, and post it yeah, in the we'll show notes that. for
2: this. We're wearing the same. Because people will think that we're making this stuff up and we're lying. That we are the same seriously, person. Seriously, happens like all the time. <laughs> and um, yeah, Um
0: Welcome to this episode. Before we talk about fasting, I um I'm reading this book called uh, Thank God Ahead of Time, and I think I mentioned in in one of the previous episodes about the uh, the life of Solanus Casey. And um, when he was in Detroit in Saint Bonaventure, um, he was a porter. So a lot of people would go because of these uh, healings that were attributed to him. Technically. he would do is he would enroll them in the Seraphic Mass Association and ask um, whoever was requesting the favor from God to do something specific, tangible. Um, So he would do that for people that would come to the monastery and ask for those intercessions. And then people would go back to report on um, insert prayers. So, I don't remember that specific person who was coming back, but something good had happened, and Solanus Casey opens the bottom drawer of his desk and pulls out two ice cream cones oh my <laughs> like in perfect state. <laughs> and uh, I think it was um, Brother Francis Spruck, who was the, the other brother that was with uh, Solanas in um same one that somebody had brought him ice cream like an hour prior and he was like this calls for a celebration and intact not what melting the ice cream an hour later and the, uh, i was talking to the other body it's like those are the kind of things that you're like i don't know like is it a miracle like that ice cream doesn't melt at the same rate like how cold was saying one adventure. it was detroit was it february you know all those kind of things but you know if you look at with eyes of faith
2: exactly yeah well if you think about it if i mean it's it pretty chilly and if he was right there in front of the door that well, could yeah. play a part in it but still i mean intact i know that's that wouldn't happen here in Phoenix. Oh no, for it sure. would be,
1: <laughs> would be like, a nope.
2: milkshake immediately. <laughs> like soup, soup.
0: Here's a melty cone. Yep. <laughs> vanilla
1: gazpacho. Yeah, vanilla gaspacho. Yeah, vanilla <laughs> gaspacho.
0: Something that is not not gazpacho is what we are uh, drinking right now. Is um, it's a little bit too late for coffee, but uh, um, I got a new hobby. I started roasting my own coffee, so. Soon you will see Barbatos Coffee Company. Just kidding, but maybe who knows?
1: I fully support your. I fully
0: your support hobby. it as well. Just this is you know.
2: really, really good coffee, mm-hmm. by the way. Again, yeah, not, but some people put cream in it. I I have to put cream <laughs> in my coffee. I um especially when it's like eight o'clock at night. I gotta water it down with something, but it's really nice and bold and. Very, very like smooth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're bold you know? and smooth. Hopefully.
1: So, let's just say if a uh, if if a coffee were to have be- a beard, this is the coffee. Yeah, this is the coffee. That would have to. I would told you good.
0: the ideas that I had for if if we were to do to Barbatos Coffee Company, right? So we would have the Asolanas uh, uh, blend, blend. maybe mm-hmm. like an everyday mm-hmm. kind of blend, you know? Mm-hmm. Because kind of like your breakfast, I uh, yes, your breakfast blend, your breakfast blend can make cappuccinos with it. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> there you know Some people are cringing on the other side of the of, They're cringing at their phones. Like, why did he just go there? Anyways, um, so we're drinking a really good coffee from Nayarit So mm-hmm. shout out to Mexican coffee farmers. Um, and, um, you know, Ivan and I are on day 15 of Exodus 90 now. You are correct sir. so black coffee right now is it seems
1: um very penitential i'm and actually black coffee every day that's you? how i drink my coffee it's black really? i only ever put sugar like if i go to i don't know dutch bros or starbucks or something then i'll get like a cold brew with cream but other than that black coffee
0: oh uh, it's funny because cold brew i just drink it without anything i don't really like, i don't like I mean i drink cream. it without
1: anything as well but since i'm i don't know it's something cold I want it, I want it sweet. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So mm. but yeah,
0: like, um, well, if you're not putting sugar on it. I guess. Well, the, the point is, we're the topic today that we're going to talk about is, um, uh, fasting, which is, um, the second pillar of Lent. And, um, this is the second episode in this series. So, um, Ooh. Sorry about that. And what I wanted to say, that's one of the things that I have here in my notes, is that right now we live in like an age of abundance, right? Everything can get to... You can get the groceries delivered to the front of your door. Uh, It's instant gratification. Everything is instant gratification. So um, we, we, we live in this kind of world where we can eat any 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 there's an overabundance of things mm-hmm. and um i don't think we ever let ourselves
2: feel true hunger um i guess in all in all aspects right not just yeah. in in well, food yes there's like a instant gratification with anything um remember when you had to wait for your show to a week be at like a certain time
0: you remember um what was the thing that uh, you could record your when your shows were on? TiVo. TiVo. Was it TiVo? I, it was, I was gonna TiVo. say VCR, but
1: that is yeah. Not you it. guys, you guys
2: are fancier than I, I, I was. We had a VCR, which
1: I mean, I had that too. I thought you were talking about TiVo, though.
2: I guess TiVo. Yeah, I think TiVo Anyways. was like the like you could record. What started it? Yeah, where where people started like um piling up shows if you will to yeah. binge watch later. Yeah, exactly. Like, and then exactly. kind of like Netflix just like changed everything when See, they like, went to streaming.
1: Binging is now
2: binging is normal. Exactly.
1: Yeah, binging is 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 a thing now. Yeah. Just completely
0: yeah. the opposite of what exactly. we're going to about today. <laughs> but
2: but it's a good point that that you were making, right? I mean, society right now, that's the that's the uh standard. Mm-hmm. And um it's no different with Food or any other bodily pleasure right yeah. it's everything's pretty uh immediate pretty readily available. readily available and um yeah it's it's just a little too much, and we get to a point where we even don't we don't even know when too much is too
1: much
0: yeah, like do you ever get angry when other websites that are not Amazon charge you for shipping. <laughs> You're like, what? $5 for shipping. What is this? <laughs> and it's not today. Exactly. Deliberate? Anyways, we're really, really pampered. So we're going to talk about how to un pamper yourself. Um,
2: but. Um, Louis CK had this great bit. Uh-huh. I might edit this out, but uh, <laughs> if if it doesn't fit, but uh, this comedian had this great bit about, um, like when Wi Fi was first available on a plane.
0: Uh huh.
2: And, and there's this guy like complaining about it, right? Is like, why is this Wi Fi so slow? And he's like, because it's, can on you plane. give it a second? You're sitting on the chair <laughs> in Inside the air, tube. <laughs> and it's going out to space. <laughs> give it a second. So that type of, uh, um, an easiness with waiting, right? Mm. And not having it right now. And yeah, Amazon and Netflix and all the technology has a lot to do with it because when you have like four out of five bars on your phone, you're like, why is this text not sending, you know, and stuff like that. So yes, the the patience aspect of it has greatly reduced.
0: Do you remember that episode of The Simpsons when Mo gets like, um, like a deep fryer from the military? It says like, and with this deep fryer, I can uh, fry a whole cow in five seconds, oh and
1: Homer's gosh. like,
0: but I want it now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you can't like, even wait the five seconds? Oh, yeah. my gosh.
0: <laughs> but, no, that's funny. Anywho, so a lot of people say that breakfast is the most important meal of the day, right? Mm-hmm. What if I tell you that's not necessarily true? What's the most delicious? Uh, breakfast food is pretty good. That's well, yeah, debatable. Well, well. Well, it's just to make a point, right? That don't necessarily need to eat three square meals a day Mm -hmm. or, like, eat every couple hours. Like, there's a lot of, like, different diets. And I guess we should probably have started the episodes with this disclaimer. Um, We are not physicians. And any advice or anything that we say in this episode... Please consult with your physician first before we you are. try to attempt any of the things that we mentioned in this episode.
1: We're not dietitians. We're not dietitians. If you look if at you, it, if you, if you see, it, we're not you see
0: A vitamin and a uh, and me you're, and you me too. We'll we'll see that we are not.
1: Can I eat this? Sure, <laughs> sure.
0: just a little bit. Um, <laughs> that is a funny one, um, but um, you know, fasting. Non-religious fasting has um, has become a thing in the world with um, intermittent fasting. And uh, I started listening about, uh, hearing about like lean gains uh, by uh, Martin Birkin. Birkin. And uh, it's like an eating window, like 16 hours of fasting. And then you have eight hours of eating where you pack like maybe a couple meals in. Um, and that's how I started doing intermittent fasting. And it, it was pretty good. Um, there's um, others like The Warrior Diet by Ori Hoffmechler. I'm probably butchering his last name. Um, where you do one meal a day with some fruit and veggies during the day. And um, one of the ones that I would recommend reading that's pretty interesting read is The Complete Guide to Fasting by, by Dr. Jason Fung. Which um he promotes like longer periods of fasting. And um yeah, like in the in there are some doctors that are advocating for fasting for medical and and health reasons. Um but um there's also a religious aspect of fasting, like I mean, we can talk about how fasting benefits um the body. Um some of the things that I could find is that it reduces insulin resistance, um reduces inflammation, mm-hmm. uh, may boost brain function, aids with weight loss, um increases growth hormone secretion and allegedly can reverse type 2 diabetes. And and this was one of the things that I I was interested in fasting because I was diagnosed pre-diabetic mm-hmm. back in like 2019. And um and it felt so backwards like the the diets that um that the doctor gave me it was like all carbs and, and I was like if I am insulin sensitive, mm-hmm. how does adding more glucose into my bloodstream yeah. work? Um and not to say that I went against my doctor, but I kinda did. Kinda did. So that's when I read Dr. Jason Fung and he Recommends a low carb, uh, moderate protein, high fat diet with intermittent fasting. So I started doing 16.8, and um, the first thing that I noticed is I I skipped breakfast and I had like, I was thinking better and functioning better when I skipped breakfast, and then I would go until like noon, have a, a normal lunch meal. Um, try not to eat in between meals, and then have dinner. And it was also around the same time that I was doing Exodus ninety. So, no eating in between meals. It it, it helped, and I dropped like thirty pounds of weight. But then, obviously, uh, you need to continue doing it. It's like a maintenance kind of thing, um, where um, if if you don't do it, you uh, you lose that kind of um, benefits from it, because you know there's like a bunch of mechanisms that start happening your uh your glycogen levels lower um so they deplete within i think it's like around the 10 12 hour mark mm-hmm. and then gluconeogenesis which is a very big word to say that the liver is drawing fat to produce energy so that's when like you know famous word uh that's around for a while now on the internet ketosis Mm-hmm. Um, kicks in and then you start burning your stores of fat. Which, if you see me, I have plenty of energy stored in my body. Um, it's and a the, nice bodega. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, I, I am the um, the national reserve of energy. You know, <laughs> if, uh, they said like, who has uh, a few pounds of fat that we can run this generator on? <laughs> I would gladly volunteer myself yeah i know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i offer myself so um i think that fasting for health reasons is um something good have you have you fasted for
2: not for health reasons necessarily okay um but i know that it's been more mainstream in the last few years, right? With the, yeah,
0: that's I think that's a good yeah. way to describe it. Like it, it has become more mainstream.
2: Which is good. Um and, and it's like everything. I'm not a big diets kind of guy. Um by looking at me you would see the same thing. Like, yeah, um, you're right. Yeah, you that guy doesn't <laughs> like diet at all. Um but but yeah, the fasting I've I've mostly uh incorporated it uh by way of faith.
0: Um, which is funny because in in one of the things that I read is like you ask a kid if you want to lose weight, what to do, and the kid will will say don't eat, right? Mm. And uh and it's true, if you don't eat, uh you will most likely lose weight. Anywho, let's just say that right now I'm not pre diabetic. I still have a lot of pounds that I can lose, but you know, we're yeah, yeah. we're getting there. You know, we're getting there. That's good. Okay. So let's uh, do second gear and go into a uh, religious fasting. Mm-hmm. Um And I have, um, I was reading this other book on it that I've, I've been looking for the longest time. I even asked Carol to see if she could find it one of those like obscure websites yeah. where she gets vintage books.
1: Yeah. Black market. <laughs> the black- of books. What's,
0: what is the name of that uh, <laughs> thing that you guys go every year?
2: Uh, the VNSA sale, which mm-hmm. we were Bum, because of COVID, it's gonna be postponed till further notice. Hopefully, they have it like during. How like much the money summer
0: do you? I know that's a very personal question, but what ha- for books? Yeah,
2: I don't know, maybe. A hundred bucks, hundred and fifty bucks, and but, how
0: many books does that buy you?
2: Um, I don't know, like a cart full. I don't know. I I don't think we've counted them. Okay, you just like pile books into a cart, like a shopping cart. Yeah, and and i mean they range right from 1 to 3 bucks or whatever okay. i think 3 bucks is like the most expensive you can also mm-hmm. buy like really expensive like collector sets and stuff like that but for like a fraction of the cost but vnsa is great uh we've been going consistently for the past i want to say 4 years mm-hmm. um and yeah so we're going to miss it this year because of yeah. the pandemic rip
0: anyways to Love Fasting, a monastic experience by Adalbert de Vogue. He's French. Of um, course. He is a, uh, or was, I don't know if he's still alive. If you know, let us know. He is a... <laughs> <laughs>
1: have him call in to see if he's <laughs> you know, still alive.
0: <laughs> Father Adalbert, uh, let us know. Uh, he's a, He's a hermit. He's a Benedictine monk. Uh, he lived in community for like thirty something odd years, and then um, he got to the point where he's like, "I can, I can be on my own and just dedicate myself to prayer and uh, and all of the other uh, things uh, that he still had like several uh, apostles and and manual work that he had to do, but um, he recounts in this book." how he would only eat one meal at 6 p.m. every day. And um, a few other things that I want to read from the book. Um, He says, I have easily verified the connection established between the ancient ancients between the first two principal vices of gluttony and lust and consequently between the corresponding this disciplines of fasting and chastity um which i thought it was super insightful for you know what we were talking about at the beginning of this conversation sorry about that um that um i think that gluttony is very predominant today because we use binge watching we're consuming television and uh, you know you can binge watch podcasts or whatever you want to binge watch and, and there's no like s- sense of self-control. Um, so there's this gluttony about the things that we have available for us and lust, which I think um, is something that every man struggles with to some extent or, or another. Mm-hmm. And the antidote to it would be fasting and chastity which you know if if you all no matter your state in life you you should strive to be chaste and i know that it sounds super old school but that's what we are about in this podcast we are three old school guys <laughs> telling you how to do that anywho um last uh quote from um to love fasting he Goes on and says, I think the cause is that certain mastery of the primordial appetite, which is eating, um, permits a greater, greater mastery of the other manifestations of the libido and aggressiveness. It is as if the man who fasts were more himself in possession of his true identity and less dependent on exterior objects and the impulses, they arouse in him i mean <laughs> mm-hmm. to 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 read this and i think this was written 1990s or something like that um it is very sobering and and also it, it gives me a lot of hope as to how can we remedy those those kind of things that you know most people struggle with? It's like skip a meal. It sounds very simple, but I don't uh-huh. know. What do you guys think?
1: I mean, yeah, skip a meal. Um, maybe don't watch that basketball game. <laughs> um, don't watch the office. You know, things like that. You know, things that we we've been talking about since the beginning is that Culture today, like it's it's you can binge anything you want, you can have everything at your fingertips, pretty much, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I want Jack in the Box. I'm gonna do Uber Eats, DoorDash. Mm-hmm. Boom, it gets to my front door in what thirty, forty five minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean to to, to kind of uh, they're going kind of have that that in mind where you know you know, what can I do? You know, especially when Lent comes around is, you know, you know, we always hear about like, Oh, we have to, you know, give up one thing, give up chocolate for Lent. Well, you've been here since you were a kid, right? Mm -hmm. But what if it's deeper than that? What if it's, you know, yeah. Don't watch the game. Um, don't uh, take cold showers every day instead of, you know, taking warm showers, things like that. Um, you know, it it doesn't you know fasting doesn't always just have to be about food. about food,
2: mm. right? Yeah. So I was hearing a reflection today, because um, when we recorded this, um, it was the the daily gospel was uh, about the John and the Pharisees. You know, it's Mark two. 18 to 22 uh the disciples of john and the pharisees were accustomed to fast people came to jesus and objected why did the disciples of john and the disciples of the pharisees fast but your disciples do not fast um so i thought i was kind of like in keeping with the theme does it, that we're. Does it for the gospel right. for today uh-huh oh, that's So providential wow, guys yeah and and i started like reflecting on it and and thinking about it. And like I said, we, we listened to, a um, another great podcast, uh, Catholic daily reflections, which we'll, we'll share with you guys in the show notes. But, um, there's like a lot of good tidbits. So none of this is from me. I'm just passing on information, but he says, um, uh, fasting helps to strengthen the will against the disordered fleshly temptations and helps to bring purity to one's soul, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, It'll it'll come a day when we will no longer need fasting, mm-hmm. and that day is when we're standing in front of uh, God, right. right?
0: Yeah, like you don't eat
2: in heaven. Yeah, th- 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 there will be no need There's for no
0: tacos in heaven. <laughs> well, hang on. That's a very important.
2: That's a very important <laughs> question the theologians can chime in if there's no tacos
1: in heaven then what's the point guys yeah, well it, but you have god which is that's true
0: mm-hmm.
1: god we is need, better than we tacos We need a t-shirt
0: that says god is better than tacos exactly oh
1: that's like a perfect merch idea for the taco <laughs> that's actually brilliant Exactly. <laughs> thank you
2: so it cool. says you know it it's like it'll come a day when we won't need fasting or any other form of penance uh for that matter because we will be in the presence of God, you know, in, in, in eternity. And as Catholics, that's what we strive for. Right. I mean, we yeah, want to,
1: Absolutely, uh, that's,
2: that's the, the end goal for us. But while we are here in this world, uh, we will struggle, you know, and we will, we will fall and we will, uh, lose, uh, our way. Um, and one of the best ways of returning to Christ, right. It's, um, it's that's one of the best spiritual practices is fasting and prayer actually combined. All right?
0: Yeah, I and think I think that's the that's the the key that uh, I wanted to get to it, it. Yeah, at some point, but I think that fasting on its own, it's dieting. Mm-hmm. Fasting and prayer, and and that's pretty much like the spirit of of Lent, right? We are going into the desert with Jesus in this forty days. And this, um, mortification of the flesh is going to be what, um, allows us to uh, rejoice even more so Easter Sunday when, when he rises from the dead. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and one of the things that you said really made me think of, um, What Deanna told me the other day, um, because I've been back in trying to fast. Now I try to do 18 hours and then an eating window of six hours. Um, She says that um, I'm more patient with the kids when I'm fasting. And I thought that that was a very interesting correlation Mm -hmm. of uh, the effects. of fasting,
1: did you thought that you'd be angry and more yeah you
0: you would think that you would be cranky yeah, like cranky
1: and like I haven't eaten anything, so right. you're mm-hmm. gonna take it out on somebody else, right you
0: know? yeah yeah, yeah and and that was the other thing. It's just like you're really good at this because if if you are cranky or in a bad mood or whatever, you don't show it, um, I don't know how you do it, and I was like, well, I drink a lot of coffee and uh and green tea. <laughs> Um but um I think that that self discipline um of and, and not saying that I'm like, you know, the the best at it or um a master of, of fasting. I just my personal experience is that in the mornings I can think better and then um yes I get hungry, but I, I know a few tricks like drinking seltzer and mm-hmm. it helps with that drinking black coffee, drinking green tea um, that are, it's kind of cheating, you know, if you just do a water fast, but you know, that's pretty extreme. Um, but accompany it with prayer. If you fast in the morning and, and, you know, maybe you have someone that you want to offer your fast for mm-hmm. you, you think about that person when you get your hunger pangs.
1: If you also think about it, like fasting in a way is a gift, you know? Um, the fact that, you know, Jesus fasted in the desert, that like he, you know, the the fact that he, he, he uh, mirrored that, like he, the not mirrored, that's not the word that I'm looking for. The fact that he, that he showed that and then we can mirror that. Mm-hmm. We can see that and we can like, oh, like it's a gift, you know, for us to be able to do that. Like we want to feel closer to the Lord and, you know, try to get away from all these distractions from the world, Mm -hmm. fasting and prayer. like, it just goes hand in hand, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And
2: it, and it also adds like space. And I think we touched on it on another episode where we say, uh, you got to empty yourself of worldly things. So more God can fit in your soul. Absolutely. Right. And coming back to today's gospel, it's, um, they're kind of like reprimanding him, right? Why, why don't your, uh, uh, followers, your disciples fast? And he says, uh, can the wedding guests fast while with the bride, while the bridegroom is with them? Like there's no need for them to fast because they're like with the bridegroom essentially. Right. Mm -hmm. And then in, in, in closing that, um, gospel, um, It says, Likewise, no one pours new wine into old wineskins. Otherwise, the wine will burst the skins, and both the wine and the skins are ruined. Rather, new wine is poured into fresh skins. That's what we do when we're fasting and praying, especially, again, correlating it to Lent, which we're, I guess, in now as you listen to this. Um, Fasting stretches our soul right, to make more room so more of God can can abide in, in our, in our heart and our soul. Oh, that's beautiful. Um, and, and, and that's to be able to receive him as like the new wine, right? We want our soul to be like a fresh wine yeah. skin, yeah, yeah. right? We want it to burst, but because <laughs> God is just like, sure. it doesn't fit in there anymore. We want the cup to overflow. Exactly.
1: I like that. Fasting stretches our soul.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's really cool. I've never heard that.
2: That's from again, I, I want to attribute it to to that uh, podcast. To we're stealing <laughs> material <laughs> from other podcasts. Uh we're sharing it, not stealing it. Because we don't steal. That's that's, true. that's we're against we're borrowing. Yeah. That's a sin.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um okay, so um let's go into some uh, technicalities about um lent and fasting. So there is a difference between fasting and abstinence. And um according to the USCCB, anyone between the ages of 18 and 59 should both abstain from meat, that would be the abstinence part of it, on Ash Wednesday and fast on Ash Wednesday and Good Friday. So let's just start there and say that there are only two days that the United States Conference of Catholic Bishops yes. requires us to fast. <laughs> and that would be Ash Wednesday and Good Friday, which are kind of like the bookends of Lent. Um, and this fast would consist of eating one full meal as well as two smaller meals that together are not equal to a full meal. So just a brief example. Um, I would normally do like a cup of coffee for breakfast, a piece of fruit for lunch, and some fish and vegetables for dinner or something like that. Um, But not because that is the minimum requirement means that you stop there. Um, It used to be that every Wednesday, traditionally every Wednesday and Friday would be days of penance in the universal church. Um, Do you know why Wednesday? I don't. Because that was the day that Judas decided to betray Jesus. I know, you're shaking your head right now. Anyway, and Friday, uh, because that's the day that uh, Jesus died on the cross. So, um, abstinence, no meat, no chicken, no pork. You can do fish. You can do, um, shellfish,
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah, or you know you can go no, you can go meatless, uh, vegetarian, vegan. It doesn't mean sometimes like we do like fish tacos and it doesn't feel as penitential, you know, because they're, they're fish tacos yeah. are they delicious. They are tacos. They are tacos, and mm-hmm. tacos are amazing. But um, you know the 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 point of it is that again, we. We have that hunger um and and I think that feeling that physical hunger should also translate into our spiritual hunger for god um and how to cling to God more, you know when you're having those hunger pangs, and you're like, "I really need food to keep me going that." The same way we should be, Lord. I need you
2: fully dependent. Oh, I need you mm-hmm.
0: every hour. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I see what you did there. Thank you, thank you, thank you. For there, those, there was uh,
2: um, I have a, a, a quick story about mm-hmm. that. You know, when you're feeling um, those hunger pains, like you said, um, we were invited to um, collaborate with a youth group back in our hometown in Gallas, about maybe two years ago. Um, This was a part of my journey where I was just like, I'm just going to say yes to whatever God puts in my, in my road. Right. So, but he called and asked for like something like to serve and, or help. I would be, yes, yes, yes. That was a very busy year, you know, because the (laughs) Lord, there was no shortage of requests. uh, Praise be to God. Uh, but both uh, Caro, my wife, and I, um, since we have the background of youth group, we we were asked if we could help the the youth group with putting together like the Pascua Juvenil—that's what it's called—you um, oh, know, yeah. like like youth Easter mm-hmm. celebration, if you want to translate it. And um, part of that, it's 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 a three-day kind of like retreat, but the kids go go to go back home. So they don't, it's not like a full retreat. And then, um, part of that celebration is that you do the live stations of the cross, right. With members from, from the community and whatnot. And I was selected to be like the soldier, like the main soldier that is leading the, the procession to Calvary essentially. And, um, that was the first time that I fasted like completely. Mm -hmm. I had never done it before. Mm-hmm. I, I wanted to offer it and say, I will not eat anything for 24 hours. Not I, even liquid? Just water. Okay. Yeah, just water. And and around four o'clock when we're doing the live stations of the cross, because we, we process for about a mile and a half, right? Mm-hmm. From starting point A and we end up at the church. And it was it was about four o'clock and I was really feeling it on top of like all the activity with the kids games and now the procession and being kind of like in character. Uh, it was, it was pretty surreal, you know, because it kind of like transported me to, to that day. I was like really feeling it. And, and, and I turn back and I see the kid who's playing Jesus. He's like really into it as well. And, I, it was everything came flashing to me as if I was there. Right. It's like, if I'm feeling this right now, right. Well, how did Jesus feel that day in this particular spot? So that kind of gave me like a brand new perspective about the pain that I was feeling in my stomach because I was right. I was feeling my yeah, stomach like crunch. Real. And so cut to about an hour and a half later because we ended and then mass started. So after mass, right. So I, I receive Holy communion and I was like satisfied, fully satisfied with the host. It was, it was so powerful. I had never felt that. And I didn't eat anything again until the following morning breakfast. But when, when I consumed the host, I was like, Every, the pains went away. I've got energy back and everything. So it was, for me, it was really, really um, powerful the way that God nourished me, you know, when when yeah. I needed it. Right. And and it was, again, I don't think I've ever done it again too fast the full day, but that's something that's that's etched in there. You know? This is
0: going to sound like a humble brag, but the last couple of years, what I've been trying to do is go from um, eating dinner on Holy Thursday and then go without food Friday and Saturday and eat breakfast on Mm -hmm. Easter Sunday. It's kind of like a 60-hour fast, which is not advisable if you have Mm -hmm. never done it. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I wouldn't recommend it to someone who is not used to to fasting, mm-hmm. but it's definitely, spiritually, I think that it was really good for me to um, really get into that, it, It's kind of like a little mud cake to Jesus, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. You know how your kid makes sure. you a, a mud cake and it's like this little offering that they give you yeah. and you're like, oh, this is really nice. I feel like that is my mud cake. God.
1: That's beautiful.
0: Um, when you were saying about how you felt completely satisfied uh when when you were fasting, um and then you had you, you felt completely satisfied once you received uh communion, um it made me think of St. Maximilian Colby and how um he was um put into a cell with do you remember how many Men were in the I, cell.
1: I don't remember how many men, but it was...
0: you say like a handful of men?
1: A handful of men. I think a little bit more than 10, if I remember correctly.
0: And they were starving them to death, mm-hmm. right? I don't know how many days he was in there, but he would lead the man into um, singing hymns well, to yeah. God. Probably saying mass, I'm assuming, mm-hmm. in in the cell. To the point where the German soldiers were like, well, he's not dying, <laughs> you know? Absolutely, right? yeah. So they went and gave him a, a lethal injection. So how much can God sustain you mm-hmm. um, without food um, if if you are clinging to him? And um, another point that I even made about like, okay, Jesus fasted for 40 days. And 40 days, you're like, that seems excessive. But then I was reading that the longest recorded fast in the world, I think there was this person who fasted for like maybe like a year straight, like just taking a vitamin supplement and uh, and water. But it was completely monitored by doctors and all of that. It's in the Dr. Jason Fung book. I was like, if someone can live on water for a year. This, this this person was like very very obese just to mm-hmm. give that caveat. But you know, um we can skip a meal and uh offer that up for our own conversion, for the conversion of someone that is away from the church for mm-hmm. um the needs of our family, the holy souls in purgatory. All of these things that that we can... uh, We were talking about intercessory prayer. um, Think about fasting as an extension of your prayer um, during this Lent. Um, And hopefully some of the things that we have talked about in in this episode will motivate you to um, mortify the flesh a little bit more. And like Ivan said, it doesn't have to be... um, food they can also be abstaining or fasting from social media or television the internet you name it
2: yeah you you know what you have to fast from right in terms of like yeah. and that's the other thing about prayer and becoming more aware right of what those elements that that you need to guard your soul against because if you know you're watching too much TV or spending too much time on the phone or literally eating way too much delectable food or sweets, we each know more or less where we need to pull the reins a little bit. And and again, not nothing better than Lent to start the practice or up your game. You know, again, mm-hmm. God meets us where we are. Don't think that you have to do Again, the stuff that we're talking about here, or you know, talk about it with somebody in your church, your pastor, your your spiritual director, if you have one, and 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 do something that works for you and always I think offering it, right? Like Walter said for, for a special intention for somebody, um, will will make you follow through and be more consistent. Um, which um consistency is always going to be key and yep we want to make sure that we're doing our best this lent
0: final remarks Ivan?
1: no i mean i think we pretty much covered it fasting is a good thing it is fasting is a good thing what's that be joyful exactly be joyful be eh, yeah like it's 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 a great thing for the for not only for our bodies, but for our souls is to to be able to to fast. I'm, I think I've, I've, in the past where you know, if I was either too into whatever it was, like there was a point in my life where I used to play this video game called Destiny, and I, I haven't played it in a while. I, I actually, don't have a gaming system anymore, which I miss it, but I don't have it anymore. But anyways, when I was playing, you know there was times where like at night I would pray and then I would start thinking about the game. And then I would think, okay, I have a problem. Like, if, I, <laughs> if I'm praying and I'm thinking about the game, maybe I should cut back a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, so like if you're praying and then you're thinking about, like, I wonder how the Packers are doing. Exactly. Let's probably, maybe take a little bit of a break. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking to you, Gustavo. I'm just saying. <laughs> Other <laughs> people
0: from Wisconsin.
1: Exactly. Um, no, so I mean, fasting, it's, it's, it's good for our souls and the fact that we can imitate Jesus in doing so. It's a beautiful gift.
2: And and you guys touched on a good thing too. I think Jose Maria Escrivá said it right. I mean, when you fast, don't be um uh, like What's down, in the gospel, right? Uh, do,
0: do not look sad. Exactly.
2: So don't, like something like that. wash your face, yeah. be in your best yes. presentation. Mm, yes. Don't look like you're fasting essentially, right? Because we want to make sure that that's a joyful experience because we're like again stretching the soul and making new wine skins essentially.
1: Absolutely.
0: Yeah all right stretch your soul this land thank you for listening to this episode of barbatos catholic podcast the show where three mexican dads talk about faith life and culture if you like the show please consider subscribing to the podcast sharing it on social media leaving a rate and review on apple podcasts and recommending it to your friends and family and if you didn't like it well just keep it to yourself and let others make their own mistakes you can follow us on Instagram at Barbatos Catholic Podcast. You can send us an email at hello at Barbatos On the web, we are at www.barbatoscatholicpodcast.com, where you'll find the show notes for this episode and more. Blessed Solanus Casey, pray for us. Pray for us. Until the next time.